Welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty, an industry podcast for loyalty marketing professionals. I'm your host, Paula Thomas, and if you work in loyalty marketing, join me every week to learn the latest ideas from loyalty specialists around the world. Just before we share today's episode, I want to ask you to sign up to the Let's Talk Loyalty email newsletter. Our email newsletter is by far the best way for us to keep you up to date with all of the latest incredible loyalty stories we're sharing each week. It's also the easiest place for you to find our show notes with links to everything mentioned in all of the episodes. You can sign up at letstalkloyalty.com. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Let's Talk Loyalty and Loyalty TV. Today is the first time we're featuring an automotive brand as our guest, either on Let's Talk Loyalty or Loyalty TV. And I'm delighted it's such an iconic brand. The Ford Motor Company has recently celebrated 120 years in business, and they truly are a pioneer of modern transportation. As you can imagine, their approach to loyalty is equally exciting. So I was thrilled recently to meet Beth Leverton at the Comark User Group Conference in Krakow. Beth is the Director of Rewards Loyalty CX at the Ford Motor Group. And she joins us on the show today to share both the benefits and challenges of driving loyalty for such a huge organization that sells cars in over 126 countries globally. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Beth Leverton from the Ford Motor Company. So, Beth Leverton, welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty and Loyalty TV. Paula Thomas, it's such a pleasure to be here. Um, I feel like it was just a moment ago when we met this spring and now fast forward to uh, later in the year and I'm, I'm here with the queen herself, loyalty royalty, and I couldn't be more excited. <laughs> Thank you, Beth. Right back at you. I think uh, loyalty royalty for sure. We were very blessed to be brought together in Krakow. You gave an extraordinary presentation about what's going on from a loyalty perspective in Ford. And I'd often thought, my goodness, you know, it's the perhaps, you know, second biggest purchase of all of our lives. And yet I hear so little about loyalty in the car industry. So I am thrilled to have you here. And we have a big story to talk about today, both, I suppose, in terms of your personal loyalty to uh, to Ford, uh, which definitely has to be recognized, but overall what you've created with this rewards program. So, as you know, Beth, we always start our show trying to get a sense of what our loyalty professionals really admire and appreciate from a personal perspective, but as a, a loyalty professional. So, let's get straight into it, Beth. What is your favorite loyalty program, please? Uh, absolutely. Well, first of all, it was hard to choose because I realized I participate in a lot. And I know on a previous podcast, you confess, you focus on you're very loyal to the most, the ones you use the most. Yeah. But I participate in a number, but I travel a lot for work and for professional um, life as well. And um, I, th there's no way I could skip saying Delta Airlines. And uh, the list is so long why I would choose Delta Airlines. And I know a number of people have, which, uh, which explain why they're so successful in this space. 
But yes. uh, some of the things I think about, they, they've literally had me uh, change my behavior. I've changed my behavior to stay a part of their program. And I'm just going to give a quick example. Um, I was looking for a tropical vacation. I was pretty excited about it. But then I noticed that Delta didn't fly to that unique destination. So I changed my destination so I could stick with my coveted, beloved Delta Airlines. And I thought, oh, I stepped back and thought, oh, my goodness, a program so strong. They changed my my vacation destination. Wow. And uh, so many things. They own my wallet. Uh, I love their their program in, uh, in entirety. And uh, when I think about the, uh, you know, on a, on a day-to-day basis, how much I use it and appreciate um, the rewards and the, the recognition and the perks um, that they offer. And uh, and as a, as a loyalist in this space, I still appreciate some of the cool things they're doing. Um, Delta is a hub in Detroit, which is close to where I live. And yeah. I was at the airport one day and it was a delayed flight from weather. And uh, a lot of, you know, some people were getting a little frustrated and in rolls this sunshine and welcome wagon of um, snacks and a wheel and all sorts of activity. And, and it was a Delta team. They, they didn't want folks to be unhappy while they were waiting. And they brought in this whole experience like uh, gaming with a wheel of gifts and handing out treats. And uh, I spoke to the gal that was running it. And I said, this was really nice. And she said, you know, it's something we're piloting. And I'm glad to see that you like it. And I thought, very cool. And uh, we pilot a lot of things at Ford, too. And to see them um, provide that really great experience like that, uh, um, it's, you know, uh, it's always they always impress me. They always impress me. And uh, um, so I, I love Delta. But again, I have so many. It was hard for me to choose like the pragmatists and the sometimes would say uh, Costco because I use them every single week. I fill up, you know, I appreciate the rewards for my uh, yeah. filling up my gas tank, but also traveling so much uh, national. National um, through Enterprise Holdings have just, they've made life so frictionless for me when I travel. And um, again, change my behavior. I will um, uh, pay a little extra even sometimes to make sure I have that national um, experience. Yeah. Um, a little bit earlier in my career learning about loyalty, um, I read the book Driving Loyalty. Uh, I'm not sure, but a really great one. Um, and in that book, it talks about the enterprise story and how they yeah. purposefully have their three different brands and how they come to market for their guests. And I feel it. I feel it that they know that I'm a business traveler and they are um, giving me that uh, frictionless you know, get to the airport, uh, really nice experience um, of grabbing that car and going and and bringing it back with ease. And uh, so you really appreciate it. I think the more you travel, uh, and I know uh, you have a lot of experience in those spaces uh, through yeah. your business business background as well as um, the loyalty space, but uh, in traveling, but I really appreciate those from a consumer perspective and, and through yeah. the lens of someone who works in loyalty. Oh, wonderful. Thank you, Beth. I mean, Delta is an airline we haven't yet had on the show, I will confess. So again, of course, extending an open invitation if anybody's listening from Delta. I know there's a lot of change going on for them at the moment. And it's a little too soon, of course, to to see how that impacts somebody like you as a frequent traveler. Um, But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, the fact that you changed a tropical holiday destination in order to stay and fly with one airline is off the charts bonkers. And I seem to recall you also did a dedicated, I think uh, it's normally called a mileage run, but you did a diamond run to retain status. Yeah. 
Yes, I sure did. Uh, yeah, I called it a diamond run. I may, uh, I will fully confess, I flew to Miami with myself on December 31st because I was at risk of not being a diamond and that was not an option. And I was, I was slightly embarrassed, Paula, until I ran into a number of other people also on diamond runs that day. And I wow. thought... This is a company that has loyal members who will do whatever we need to do to make sure that we enjoy those perks all year. So uh, busted. I'm busted. Totally busted. I think the only thing more extreme than actually doing that and again, spending your time and money to retain your status is when you sometimes hear about brands where people make, you know, put a tattoo, maybe like a Harley Davidson or something, you know. So someday we must uh, have a story from maybe a member of a program who's done something like that. So I hope you know Delta Tattoos. But anyway, welcome you <laughs> on practicing what you preach. And I suppose even sharing the story of what they did at the airport that day. So uh, it really is sometimes the small things that count. So uh, it's a really, really good uh, example. So let's get into your career, Beth. As I mentioned, I think your actual loyalty to Ford, which is, of course, an iconic brand. And again, the first automotive loyalty conversation that we've had. Tell us about both your career and also your family history with Ford, because that's something that is truly exceptional. Uh, absolutely happy to and honor that we're the first automotive um, company here. Um, you know, you said the, uh, the the tattoo of Delta. If I would get one, uh, it would have to be the Ford Oval because not only have I spent my um, entire adult career here with 30 years with Ford Motor Company, blessed and honored to um, have had that opportunity. Um, but Ford Motor Company this year is celebrating 120 years. And wow. I'm so honored to say that um, my uh, family I've married into, we have the Leverton family, we have been at Ford for all 120 years. And so uh, working for Elena Ford um, in the office day to day, I told her the Ford family has been supporting our family for all 120 years. And I'm uh, eternally thankful for that. So, uh, um, so yes, all 30 years, but I do have to say my, I feel like my, um, kind of passion for this space of being a, a servant leader to the customer, um, really understanding the benefit and value of amazing experience. I um, started with when I was in college and worked for Disneyland. And I think one would argue, could argue that they're just amazing at providing those magical, uh, those magical experiences throughout your day. And they go to the utmost lengths to make sure customers have that really amazing experience. Yeah. And some of those early memories of seeing that um, yeah. and, and being trained by them in their very specific ways that they're so successful at, um, I've taken throughout my uh, throughout my years at Ford. And um, while, you know, 30 years have been in a number of different roles throughout uh, assembly, manufacturing, marketing, tech, um, and now really uh, uh, fortunate to be a part of this um, customer experience team at Ford. You know, yeah. and it's it's uh, the customer experience team, while while all 120 years of Ford, we've really dedicated to, uh, you know, serving these, our customers, meeting their needs, providing fabulous products for them. Um, it was just about five years ago that the company recognized that that experience, that customer centricity, that um, we customers want us to know them, show that we know them, um, provide, show up to them in a personalized manner. Um, that is so important. And so rather than being as much as a, a product focused customer, customer, 
company. We are a customer focused company. And through that, um, Elena Ford, one of the many things she's uh, pioneered and uh, um, uh, trailblazed at the company was creating this customer experience organization where we provide loads of experiences to differentiate ourselves, to to uh, to help set forward a part in the space and really to uh, continually look for ways um, in my space, of course, like we get to look for ways all day to love on and reward and thank and, and show our appreciation to our, our millions of people who own Ford vehicles and been buying them for all of these 120 years we've been in business. Incredible, incredible. And you make a good point, Beth, I think, I suppose, about getting the basics right, first and foremost. And you told me when we were preparing, I guess, for today about just some of the basics about, for example, like the servicing facilities that Ford offers that no other motor company does. So, you know, we'll come on, of course, to talk about your structured loyalty program. But just in terms of you know, taking that customer feedback, which I hear you mention every time we have a conversation. So I can feel it's in your heart, your soul, your work, and it's your ethos. But tell us some of those practical things that Ford does in terms of helping people enjoy owning a Ford in a, in a simpler way. Absolutely. I'm proud to because, um, again, I think sometimes we uh, we we're so focused on loving on and, and um, you know, providing great experience for our customers. We don't always talk about them as much as we should. So, for yeah. example, uh, one of the uh, it, within our customer experience area um, in partnering with our thirty two hundred uh, dealers throughout the uh, throughout the U.S., uh, most of what I'm talking about is U.S. centric and and happy to talk about some of our global plans. But our thirty two hundred dealers in the U.S., we really uh, focus together on delivering things like uh, mobile service. Um, you can't get to the dealership, no problem. We'll come to you. We'll drive a mobile van or a more mobile uh, transit escape, and we'll bring that right to your door and service your vehicle. Um, saves people so much time and effort and and uh, free service that we offer. Um, in addition, uh, pick up and delivery. Um, pick up your vehicle, bring it into the dealership. Um, anything that we can do to just remove the day-to-day -day, uh, friction of life, help uh, take a you know uh, take some of the burden. Uh, we want to be a total a part of the total vehicle ownership and and making sure that anything we can do to make that uh, yeah. an easier experience, a fabulous experience. Um, and, and our rewards program is just one of those many things that is a part of our customer experience, full yeah. ecosystem uh, that we offer our members. Yeah. You know, it's actually quite breathtaking to me that you are the only company doing that because it's so obvious, you know, how on earth are any of us supposed to get our car serviced if we're leaving our car there? Then we got to get taxis and it's just a whole palaver. So thank you for doing those simple things. I know, as you said, you're US focused. I'm not sure globally where all of that's at, but clearly once it starts, then of course it's going to roll out around the world. So Take us then through the, the history of the Structured Loyalty Program, Beth. Um, I think the important thing that you shared with me, of course, previously is, you know, first of all, that dealer relationship. Uh, you've already mentioned 3,200 uh, dealers across North America. They're obviously intrinsic to your success and essential that you can build those relationships. And then there's obviously the people who buy the cars themselves. So how do you go about building loyalty? Do you have one program for both audiences or two different programs? How do you manage loyalty in a structured way? 
Yeah, fabulous question. Um, and you know, you you highlighted some of the the uh, the blessings and the challenges. You know, we are so fortunate to have our dealer partners that we can. Um, you know, they're the face of our company in many instances. The local Ford dealership and and yeah. the area that is serving our customers so well that is the face of Ford Motor Company to them, not the folks here at, in Dearborn in the uh, the tall office buildings, right? And so we're we're so thankful to have them. Um, and but then also preparing them and sharing as we roll out corporate changes. It's of course a lot, you know, a lot of times in these, in these uh, podcasts, we talk about the challenges and it can be a challenge um, to get all of that information rolled out and, and uh, shared throughout our entire ecosystem, including those 3,200 dealer partners. Um, it's uh, as well as communicating it through multiple channels of marketing, but um, the, the program itself, you know, we're always thinking about how can we benefit, of course, our customers. They're the, what keep us, in business for all these years and they're the, the heart of us um, but how are we also benefiting our dealers they have businesses to run families if you know benefit what's going to benefit them and and have uh, while uh, our members are um, enhancing their ownership experience through our program how are we doing that by pulling them back into the dealers who take care of them um, but then of course how are we benefiting Ford because let's be honest it's a business as well and and how can we benefit but really we found that if if we do right by them it all works out. Right. If we um, if we are uh, giving them the appreciation and the recognition and and helping them feel um, what we're what we're offering to them, uh, the that the financial stuff uh, work itself out as the as we run a business. Um, we, we really, um, too, I think you had alluded to it. We really stepped back this year, too. Um, as you mentioned, we've been we opened our doors for this program just a few years ago. But as all good programs do, we continually learn and, and pivot. Yeah. And uh, what was built was great. There were so many great things about it, but we just stepped back and we, of course, by direction from our customers and our dealer partners, they said, you know, we have some changes to make. It's a little too complicated. Uh, it's a little too uh, confusing to communicate and even understand fully. And yeah. that um, sometimes things like that uh, friction will inhibit participation. And mm -hmm. we want the most amount of people we can possibly get to um, to feel uh, to to pull in these rewards that we're giving them and to feel that appreciation we want them to enjoy. Yeah. And so we just simplified the program. It was just announced to our members, could not be more excited. And um, it's so easy. I think a kindergartner can explain it now. And that that's good, right? So it's, it's so simple. We still are uh, a currency-based program. And right. so we have uh, points that you earn through different activities that you do with Ford. And then uh, we, and we also still have tiers and we love tiers because uh, you know, in this business, it's so important to know our customers and tiers help us know. We we very clearly understand that things that are important to someone, perhaps early in their Ford journey, or even maybe out shopping for a Ford, um, uh, the persona and the things that are valuable are very different rather than someone who is maybe has their 15th F-150 and this one has 300,000 miles on it. And they're so proud and they only service through Ford, you know. They're, they're looking for different things from us. And so we want to make sure that we're offering those different, uh, those different things. So we do have a tiered program. 
mm-hmm. um, to um, it's free for everyone to join as well. Everyone can everyone can join our program. It's completely free. Uh, you can sign up through our Ford Pass Rewards app on your phone. And we know that 80 percent of our members prefer to uh, you know often use that experience or online uh, through our web pages. But uh, so it's completely free to join. And um, there's many benefits that you get as a base member, which we call bronze. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as uh, once you complete two activities and mm-hmm. it could be, there's a long list to choose from. You can buy a vehicle, you could buy windshield wipers, you could uh, um, get a, a warranty plan, but just two activities, yeah. um, you bump up to silver. And if you okay. complete five activities, you bump up to blue. And it's our hope that blue, which is our top tier, okay. uh, that blue is so rewarding, and exciting that all of our members are chasing that goal because uh, they they see the value in that. And so uh, yeah. a lot of what we're doing over the next 12 months is adding really great value and benefit and rewards into the program. And yeah. so uh, whatever members see today, it will continually iterate and grow and grow and become uh, become more uh, more rewarding, which is uh, so fun. Like how lucky are we that we get to spend our days thinking about how to uh, reward people and recognize people like, yeah, so lucky. Yeah, that, that's exactly why I fell in love with loyalty the first time I ever got involved, Beth. So I think like you, it was just like, oh my goodness, this is so much fun. So there's so many other things that we do in marketing, but this particular one, and because then, of course, we can measure the commercial benefits, it's like, oh my God, everybody's winning. So um, so I know. And, and you know, I'm sorry, didn't cut you off there, but I get so excited about the program. I uh, I get so excited about the opportunity. I only told you about half of it. So uh, we could, uh, we can, uh, there's two different ways to get through the tiered status through those activities. And we also augment our program with a Ford, um, Ford Pass Rewards Visa program. And so we have uh, a credit card. Uh, we have cool ones that say Ford on them or one with a Bronco. We have a lot of Bronco enthusiasts who love our Bronco credit card. Card. And that's yeah. another way to bump through our tiers. And so with a credit card in hand, and once you make that first purchase, you automatically become a silver. And um, with a credit card in hand and uh, larger purchases, 25000 you become a blue member. Amazing. So the numbers are easy to remember. Two activities are five, yeah. a purchase or $25,000. Uh, but that's kind of our program in a nutshell. And uh, we are, we're just really thankful that we feel like more yeah. people are going to be rewarded more. And that was our, that was our goal. And yeah. of course we measure all of that um, uh, to understand and make sure that we're delivering things that they find uh, valuable. For sure. Well, honestly, you know, I think you've nailed it, you know, it, totally. I will say that, you know, to have such simplicity coming through that you can explain it in two minutes, literally on a show like this is is wonderful. Um, you know, I, I think you're absolutely right. Loyalty professionals, we can often overcomplicate our programs and simplicity drives loyalty. Like there's just no question, you know, when you look at other industries, you look at Google or McDonald's, you know, it's sometimes the less you do, the, the happier the customers are. So, and and I think it's amazing as well, because I know you shared with us before that like the average transaction time, of course, for buying a vehicle is, is lengthy compared to any sector, airline, retail or whatever. So I think you mentioned it's about five years would be the average. So a very infrequent purchase. So to have something as simple as buying the windshield wipers as the second activity to get me somewhere is, is brilliant. It means it's achievable um, and, and powerful. And again, five doesn't feel like too many. So 
feels like you've done an awful lot of research. I know that's how you base everything that you do. And I know like verbatim feedback is something you said that you absolutely live by. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it's, uh, we, we listen and we record and we, uh, dissect every ounce of feedback we get from the customers. Some of it is offered up through our call centers. We have an amazing call center that, that yeah. listens and records and, and captures, um, opportunities and things that we can do. And as well as we're continually doing customer, customer research, um, whether it's our, we have an amazing usability lab at, uh, at Ford where we can bring uh, customers in and get that, you know, raw feedback and test things as well yeah. um, versus uh, we, we focus on the net promoter score and mm-hmm. how we um, show up to customers and how they um, offer and recommend us. We, yeah. uh, we listen to all of our, uh, all of the feedback that comes in and continually seek it out. And then, uh, and then making sure that we use every ounce of it. They're all golden nuggets. It's a, it's a problem to solve. Uh, 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 oftentimes, a, uh, I, I love the, the saying that uh, from Carlson's Moments of Truth, finding those moments of misery and turning them into a moment of magic, but looking for all of that feedback that we can take and learn from. Yeah. Um, we also have not shied away from our you know, artificial intelligence. And, and you know, sometimes with thousands of rows of data, it's the quickest way to say, what do I work on first? I want to move fast and serve our customers. Um, yeah. Take a look at this data and tell me where to start. And so uh, that's just money, money, one of the many ways that we've worked to use the latest technologies to continue to um, to iterate. Um, yeah. It's so fun too. Uh, I was just out in a dealer visit and I said, what can we do to help you? Uh, what, what do you think this program needs? And he gave us a couple of suggestions and it was so fun to go back and say, here you go. And, and uh, you know, very quickly iterate and deliver for them. And so um, again, our customers are, 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 the people who buy our vehicles are our customers that we're serving, but we're also serving these, our Ford dealerships, and our dealer partners. And yeah. so it's important to listen to all of them. Uh, gather up all of the data, uh, make sure that we're making smart decisions. And um, a lot of times it's about, uh, it's tough. We have a lot of tough decisions to make. You know, we can't do it all. Uh, We like to say, we we say uh, no a lot so we can say yes to the best and um, continually look at um, what we, what we can do and how quickly we can do it to, to benefit the most number of people who are buying our precious vehicles. Amazing. Amazing. And before we leave the tears, I I did also just want to, I suppose, compliment you on the brand association, uh, because obviously blue is the Ford brand color. um, and, And just to have that as the aspiration for the program tier as well, I think is a, a subtle thing, but actually at the same time, very powerful. Uh, because again, sometimes there's things like diamond or whatever, but Ford is all about that, 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 that identity of being, you know, a blue, blue colored brand. So, uh, yeah, I think those kind of details do come through in the intention of a program. So yes, yes there you go. So, <laughs> Tell us some of your successes, Beth. I know there's some amazing numbers you shared with me in terms of membership numbers and awards redeemed in terms of the value that's been accrued. So give us a sense of what's been achieved so far. And of course, as we go into 24, as you said, I know it's going to be much more ambitious, uh, which of course means you're just going to have to come back on the show every year to share the updates. But where are we starting from, given that you said you had a relatively complex program, but still managed to achieve a lot? 
Yes, absolutely. We're always focused on the future numbers, but happy to share today's. Um, we're just under um, 13 million members um, today. So that's in my mind, again, 13 million people. They're so critical to listen to um, and serve them with the best possible experience we can. Um, we, as I mentioned, it's a points-based program and we uh, reward points today for activities and always have. And uh, it's so fun to see how people use them. Uh, some uh, for Things like a Sirius satellite radio, they can use it to, to make that a free experience for them. Um, some people have used their points to buy a new vehicle. Not a lot. I mean, it's a lot of points to buy new, but it has happened. Can you imagine walking wow. into a dealership and saying, this one's on Ford because uh, uh, I've been a, a loyal member uh, using their credit card or, or servicing through them, and I have enough points for a brand new free vehicle. Uh, so a wide array, and it's about $1.5 billion in points that we have awarded. And, and I feel really great about that because that's every one of those dollars is an appreciation dollar that goes back into somebody's hearts and mind that they know that the, the company that they're buying their vehicle, vehicles from appreciate yeah. Um, appreciate their business and are coming back in and and giving that to them. So yeah. uh, so yes, we continue to grow and learn. We add a couple hundred thousand members each month, uh, and we'll continue to uh, continue to grow yeah. and uh, serve more and more folks. So. Absolutely incredible. You know, I actually hadn't even thought it would be possible to get a free car. That's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. I wow. know. What a great, great example. So that is the ultimate loyalty. And I can only imagine the level of advocacy and the NPS scores from people who've managed to redeem a free vehicle. So uh, at some point, I mean, certainly again, as a show, uh, we're, we're interested, I suppose, in exploring, I suppose, those customer conversations that you as a loyalty professional get to have maybe with those type of members who really have managed to, you know, enjoy the benefits of their own loyalty to you. Um, so at some point, hopefully we'll be able to share those kind of stories directly with our audience as well, because there's learnings there, you know, again, for loyalty professionals to understand how somebody starts on that journey and then believes it's possible to ultimately achieve something that's so valuable, like way beyond what our airline uh, loyalty program managers, et cetera, would be, would be thinking about. So unbelievable stuff. Um, a great example. I suppose I don't want to, you know, spend, you know, go through all of the details, Beth, you know, I want to keep this, you know, nice and um, clear and simple again for our audience. But you did mention that you have four P's, which are the principles of your success with your loyalty program. Again, I know they've led to this simplification and the relaunch. So just maybe in brief, I'd love if you would share them and um, just so people can start to understand how you think about the various aspects of what to focus on. Uh, absolutely. It's uh, you know when we talk about what makes uh, what's working for us and what's helping to drive this uh, continued success. It first, it always starts with the people, and we not only have uh, a strong, really diverse group of folks that uh, some really uh, creative and coming up with the next new exciting thing to offer and ways to reward where others are focused on process and uh, keeping us, uh, you know, marching at the correct pace. Um, everything from the stakeholders who support us to the leaders who allow us, who give us that, uh, that leash to say, run, like run like a startup, uh, you know, pilot new things and, uh, and move quickly and, yeah. uh, and build this program. So the people um, are what's really strong as well as, you know, we, we have a lot of partner help too. We have um, our VML um, agency and LASIK as well as 
um, others who help us on the, you know, the people side and support our, um, support our program. And which leads me to the program. And that is uh, just making sure that you have a program in place that is serving your customers well. And we've talked quite a bit about that. And as I mentioned, we just made it more simple, uh, but making sure that you have a program. And um, there was a really great uh, uh, session you had with Cade, uh, Best Cade from McDonald's when she talked about putting the, pl the, the, the plumbing in place for a global experience to go more broadly. And we're doing a lot of that right now. So making sure this program has some components that can have global applicability and, and really, uh, again, ensuring that the program is serving our customers um, and and representing our brand um, as as we as we want it to be, um, the the platform is my third P and uh, and making sure that the platform can scale and support such a, a venture globally, right? And so uh, we have really great tech talent within Ford Motor Company who um, who. Uh, move fast alongside us using agile delivery practices. And, and yeah. uh, we all sit together, work, you know, closely together. And as we're on this journey and, and all working towards these KPIs uh, together. Uh, and uh, we augment that our tech talent with Comark and Comark is, you know, they're, you know, they're the uh, geniuses in the loyalty space and couldn't have better partners along this journey with us. And um, they bring us new experiences and new opportunities all the time that we can then again, pass on to our, our customers. So that, that platform, you know, the, the Ford tech talent combined with the masterminds at, at Comark really help um, augment and help us move uh, really fast. And, yeah. And the fourth P I always think about is prioritization. And I mentioned it a little bit earlier, but uh, we want to do it all. We want to uh, try all the new shiny things and, and make everything better that we've already built. But yeah. uh, rigorous and, and data-driven prioritization is um, it's so important. And every decision we make uh, is run through data models to make sure we're making the right um, decision. We want to know the outcome, expected outcome, before we make the poll. And and um, and so just prioritizing, as I said earlier, you know, making sure we say no a lot so we can say yes to the best. And the um, some of the uh, um, tools we use so many tools to help us with that as well. For example, we we had a, a, a tile on our site and we were measuring the clicks. Um, we flipped it to a different spot. It triples the you know triples the uh, uh, the, uh, the the click throughs. And so just yeah. continuing to use data tools to be able to measure. Um, and, and help us with those prioritization decisions is really, really important. And so those are kind of some of the things I think of as the uh, the four Ps, making sure we have the right people in place. We absolutely do, but um, making sure that you have a program that can scale and support your customers to the best of um, to the best way possible, the platform, and then the rigorous prioritization. Very comprehensive, Beth. Very impressive. And uh, yeah, I guess because it was Comark who brought us together at that uh, user group conferencing in Krakow, I'm glad you've mentioned them. And I do like that, I suppose, mix between the internal, as you said, Ford, you know, technology capabilities, but then supplemented by industry expertise. So, uh, you know, Comark are great friends of our show as well. So, um, so I'm delighted you're on the journey with them and that they're supporting you. It sounds like from what you briefly alluded to there that um, global expansion is something that is on the uh, priority list. As you said, McDonald's, I think, uh, you know, absolutely demonstrated extraordinary results. They're in 50 countries now. It is absolutely amazing. So I guess my final question is, what does the future hold for Ford from a loyalty perspective? 
clearly global expansion is one, and I'm sure there's a, a plan for that. But anything else that you can share that you're thinking about as we go into 2024? Great question. We're thinking about it every day. Um, we uh, again, it's always fun to leap forward to some of the future to see where where we can go. Um, we do have a strategy team that uh, worked did a lot of work to put together a five year plan, and mm -hmm. a lot of what we're doing in the next uh, the next couple of years is uh, I, I alluded to a little bit earlier, but really doubling doubling down on the benefits and rewards. What else can we do? What else can we offer in um, curating some special experiences? Um, so that is for sure, uh, for sure, an area of focus uh, that we're excited about. Uh, another thing that I'm excited about is we have so much, we're a really big company, you know, almost uh, 200,000 uh, uh, employees uh, throughout the globe, all working on really, really important things and uh, looking, continually looking for ways to help um, shine a light on those other areas of the company, um, to, so we can perhaps, you know, uh, spread awareness and help learn and. Uh, it's really our goal that we as a company present ourselves to the company, I'm sorry, present ourselves to our customers, our members as one oval, right? This one uh, one blue oval and, and looking for ways continually to help weave in our program throughout the other areas of Ford. Um, we know some of the areas that uh, there's no, no question that electrification is a big part of our future. So okay. next year, another priority will be how might we uh, continue to amplify experiences and rewards for those um, early adopters of electrification and, and those that are using this as uh, the means. So I won't give away any secrets, but we have exciting uh, things uh, uh, coming, but always looking to learn and do better, always looking to serve our, our, our customers uh, yeah. to the, the best way we can and uh, and just continuing to um, to grow as a grow as a team so we can support even more. Amazing. Yeah. And I think you articulated it super well last time we met Beth as well, that I suppose your intention is to be loyal to your dealers, to your customers, to people who drive forward. And I think that is the way the industry is going because that is the only way that the loyalty does come back and it does have to start with the brand. So I'm, I'm really inspired to hear that Ford has taken it so seriously and doing such a beautiful job. So I don't have any further questions for you today, Beth. Is there anything else that you wanted to share before we wrap up? Boy, I just uh, so appreciate the opportunity to, to be here today. Uh, I have deep love for the Oval, as you can see. I, I wear it on my heart. Uh, I, I wear it close by every day. I, um, I, I love that the ability to be able to bring the best of this company to our customers and serve them in the best way we can. And um, so I'm really thankful for, for the opportunity to be here. Um, I also, I feel like I get so many tips while I listen to your podcast. And I had a tip I wanted to pass along because it's something that's really working well for us. So if I can, um, yes. the, the hundreds and hundreds, oh, uh, 435 or so recordings you already have, there's so much great information out there. And so what we have been doing is um, just pick two. So each team member picks a couple podcasts to listen to each week and okay. then record a couple of nuggets of really insightful things that you learn or heard that you think that the team would be interested to know or benefit. And then in our standups um, at the end of the week, um, you share out what you've learned. And so uh, there's people are so generous with their information and sharing. So that's uh, my my tip to pass along. Pick a couple of podcasts a week, listen to them uh, to be able to learn from each other. We're on this journey together. We loyalists. Uh, so we're on the journey together and people are so giving with their information. Make sure folks are are taking advantage of that for sure. 
That is an amazing tip, Beth. And absolutely, thank you for sharing it. You know, I think, yeah, for, for me, of course, you know, we love creating this content and there are so many amazing podcasts in the world. But what I think particularly podcasts do that other marketing media might not do, it's just that authenticity of hearing a conversation that I think people kind of connect with and it really, they get it. You know, it's it's intentional. The listening is intentional. So uh, absolutely extraordinary to hear that that's what your team is doing. So please make sure any tips that we've missed on this show that your team pass them on. Um, I feel like we're going to be having to stay very closely in contact with you, Beth, uh, following your journey and your story. So, yeah, I think I will just say on that note, Beth Leverton, it's been absolutely extraordinary. Congratulations on the 30 years in Ford. Congratulations on the relaunch and the simplification. We will be super excited to hear how it goes. So Beth Leverton, Director of Rewards Loyalty at CX at Ford Motor Company. Thank you so much from Let's Talk Loyalty and Loyalty TV. Thank you. Thank you so much. This show is sponsored by The Wise Marketeer, the world's most popular source of loyalty marketing news, insights and research. The Wise Marketeer also offers loyalty marketing training through its Loyalty Academy, which has already certified over 500 executives in 38 countries as certified loyalty marketing professionals. For more information, check out thewisemarketeer.com and loyaltyacademy.org. so much for listening to this episode of Let's Talk Loyalty. If you'd like us to send you the latest shows each week, simply sign up for the Let's Talk Loyalty newsletter on letstalkloyalty.com and we'll send our best episodes straight to your inbox. And don't forget that you can follow Let's Talk Loyalty on any of your favorite podcast platforms. And of course, we'd love for you to share your feedback and reviews. Thanks again for supporting the show.